Hello, and welcome to a Walk of Faith podcast. I'm Maribel Mayorga, and I'm on a mission. I hope to orient and guide you through your journey of faith. But I cannot do it alone, so we will go through it together with the help of many friends. You may have a lot of questions, which is totally normal. In fact, I am happy that you have them. So don't worry, we're going to cover them and help you so that you don't feel alone. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Today, I am so happy. I have three beautiful guests, three, not one, three, three ladies here. And I'm so happy because we're going to talk about a beautiful and important subject, which is Catholic women here in the church, but also how can we walk together, especially walk together um, as Catholic women. And of course, we're going to talk about the gift of friendship and all that because it is necessary now in 2023. So welcome, ladies. I'm going to welcome Esperanza, Alicia, and Amanda. Welcome to the podcast. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank, thank you so much. They're so Wonderful cute. to be here. Oh, thank you so much. You know, they're so cute. You guys don't see it, but like they're all three together in the same <laughs> sofa. Thank you so much again for being here. Drinking coffee, water. Yes. <laughs> Water. and being with you this morning it's just wonderful oh uh, beautiful listen before we start uh can you please introduce uh, yourself ladies mm-hmm. okay well esperanza my name is esperanza donovan um i'm originally from colombia south america but i have been in canada now 31 years it's amazing how time flies um and uh, I have a son, and I'm married to my husband, Paul. And um, yeah, it's just, just, it's great to be in Canada. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's cold, right? It's cold. But um, yeah, I, I, I met um, my husband in the United States. I went to school to the United States from Colombia. And um, I ended up being at a very beautiful university. Uh, Franciscan University of Steubenville and that's where I met and that's why I really encountered Jesus and he became um, my Lord and Mm. uh, it was a very special moment in my life when I was around 19 and uh, from there um, we're married and uh, and he said I'm from Canada so let's move to Canada so I've been in Canada and uh, it's been uh, a very beautiful journey, journey mm. of faith, for sure. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Alicia? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I uh, came to Canada from Mexico in 1991. And uh, as for the faith aspect of my life, um, I'm not sure of the terminology, but I, I mean, I was born Catholic. I was born into the faith, like many or most Mexican. Uh, but um, I would say that I really became Catholic or that I uh, really became aware of my faith when I came to Canada because I was, I guess, what you would call a cultural Catholic. Uh, in my family, we went to church on Sundays sporadically. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just something we did. It, would, it wasn't something that we thought about. I don't ever remember listening to a sermon um, uh, when I was in Mexico. It might have done, might have had to, uh, to do with my age as well. But uh, when I came, I was 15. Um, 
And it was a shock to be in a classroom where I was the only Catholic. That was very different. So, I mean, not only you have this mix of, you know, being a teenager, you're trying to figure out yourself, Mm -hmm. but also you're starting to see like, what are the differences between me and the others? What defines me? What, what do I believe in? And that's where it all kind of started brewing really. And uh, I remember asking my mom and I did not grow up again in a house where we were forced to do anything. We were never forced to go to church. We were never forced to do anything. Um, I almost didn't make my first communion. It was my aunt that told my mom, your kids have to do their first communion. So I planned the whole thing. You just have to make it here and they've got a date to do it. And when we were here, I wanted to do my confirmation. And I had this thought like, mom, what if I die? And I haven't done my confirmation. And she said, well, call the church and find out what you have to do. So I did. And my sisters wanted to do their confirmation as well. And I did it at 16. So for me, my confirmation was really a real I mean, I'm not going to say that uh, other people didn't have a real confirmation, but for me, it was a real confirmation of faith. Yes, I believe in this and I'm choosing it. And uh, and the journey kind of I feel began there. It began from the moment I was conceived and I can see little points that I can now connect. uh, Definitely. And I would need many, many hours to say Mm -hmm. all these things, but really I can, I can really tell there was a turning point uh, coming here and trying to define who I was. um, Now that not everybody looked like, like we were all the same. So uh, it's been a big, big journey, ups and downs. uh, And uh, it is now, it defines who I am. It defines my life, uh, what I do, what I do not do. um, It's everything for me. It's beautiful because, you know, uh, this is something I, I just noticed what you say, you know, the confirmation. You want it. You spoke to your mom and say, I I want you yes. know, it came from it came from you. Usually, a lot of kids were like, "Okay, confirmation, baptism, confirmation, and, and then communion, confirmation." You know, we receive all the sacrament. But in this case, you you ask your mom. You yes. know, it's not your mom saying, "Sorry, you know, uh, little Alicia, we we have to go." You know, it's, it's not an obligation. You are the one who who felt something, who felt yes, something. definitely. And and I remember uh, my sisters and I getting involved in. Um, in groups like uh, the Legion of Mary for for the youth. And I did notice, you know, and it was strange, you know, to, to start noticing things. Like I did notice some people, some of um, the, the youth that, that were there were there, but not of their own choice. Mm-hmm. And the, um, you could tell the feeling was very different. And uh, I, I won't comment on, on where everybody is today, but, my sisters and I, we are like, this has become um, the focus of our life. I have a sister who will be speaking um, at a retreat in March um, that uh, she, her husband uh, has multiple sclerosis. Uh, when they were engaged, he was diagnosed. And she can uh, tell you about a moment um, at St. Joseph Oratory where she and her um soon to be husband or well, um, her fiance had a conversation. This marriage is going to be of three. It's going to be you, me, and Jesus has to be there Mm -hmm. or else this is not going to work. And she has so much to say about her relationship and her faith. So that I can see that pillar strong in my sister. And then there's my other sister in the United States. 
um, who has left, you know, everything to be with her husband there. And she has five children in this two bedroom, one bathroom house, and they have so much joy and the joy comes from her faith it is evident every time I go there I am transformed mm. because I have things okay mm. I have things but when I go there and I see that my sister doesn't have things but she has so much more you know like and there's so much joy so when I go there it transforms me and and it reminds me of um the little things and and how to appreciate and it and it has done that for my husband and for my children every time that we go. So I can see that this fire that happened uh, for me in confirmation happened to all three of us mm -hmm. and it has not changed. Yeah. It's just it's transforming. Yeah. It's beautiful to see how the Holy Spirit is working within, uh, within, uh, with these ladies here because, um, yeah. you know, it's also through humility a lot. Uh, that God is it's working is that and God is showing to this is a beautiful example uh, Alicia um, thank you for sharing Amanda I'm gonna yes. go with you now all right so yeah I'm Amanda I was um, born and raised in Montreal uh, I am a cradle Catholic uh, so they call it so I was baptized as an infant as a Catholic and I was raised in the faith by my mother and so I've been going to the St. Thomas Beckett Parish community that's where I am today as well and yeah ever since I was really young um God instilled in me a great deal of curiosity. I was one of those kids, whenever we went to Sunday Mass, I always had questions about what was going on at the Mass. Why this? Why that? I was so interested on what was going on, but at the same time, I was very small, and I couldn't always see what was going on. Um, so I was... Um, I was going through the Faith First program at the time and received my first communion. And so um, after I had received my first communion, I decided to become an altar server um, to help assist the priest during Mass. And um, through this ministry, actually, it's it's been such a blessing, I have to say, because through this ministry, God has really instilled in me a great deal of reverence and a great deal of mm -hmm. prayer life. That was the opportunity that I had through that ministry to really grow in prayer life from a young age. And so I feel very blessed by God for him having called me to that ministry. Um, and then after that, I was... Um, when I was getting older and I was an altar server and I was hearing about other parish groups there were, I decided to join eventually the young adults um, as well as the Catholic Women's League. And so I was, had the blessing of being able to uh, be part of these other ministries at the parish as well. And so um, I think through that, um, well, afterwards I did go to, um, which today I am studying at McGill University in education. So I developed a great passion for working with children and so I had brought that ministry as well into the church, which uh, through the Faith First program. So I do have the pleasure of working with kids today yeah. uh, in the Faith First program, applying a lot of what I've learned through my education program within the church, which has been really exciting. And yeah, yeah. that's a little bit about me. Yeah. And so, yeah, aside from that, I'm also working right now at the Villa Saint Martin. So I'm part of the young adults retreat team where we do uh, retreats for young adults. And so yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful because, you know, just I just see your face and you have the, the world. The word that for me represents you is curiosity. Uh, you yeah. have this. I don't know, something around you that sparkles yeah. a lot about curiosity 
And it's a blessing that we have you, and especially for the young people, uh, because what we're, we, we need <laughs> people like you. <laughs> yes, yes mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit inspiring everything. Yeah, yes, sure. yes. It's beautiful to see all three of you ladies here. And thank you for being here again, because all of you, you're busy right now. I know you're, you're busy. Um, but we're going to talk about, let's talk about this subject, about walking together as Catholic women. Later on, we're going to talk about a retreat that it's planning in March um, that you guys and then other people too as well uh, are planning uh, in March. But for now, let's talk about this theme. Why do you think it is really necessary right now that we walk together? Because this is different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Pope Francis said, I remember, like, we have to walk together, you know, especially with this synod on synodality. We have to listen and walk together. Why, as Catholic women, it is now so necessary to walk together in 2023? Well, if I could go back Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was actually thinking about the Synod. And uh, and I looked it up, and the Catholic Synod that the Pope started two years ago, right? Um, The word is actually Greek, right? Synod means on the same road Mm -hmm. or the same journey. Uh, walking together in the journey and um and so this is a beautiful thing i think for me too because if i could go back i remember um like i mentioned i went to franciscan university and and when i got there i was a very lonely angry teenager you know i was 18 19 i was very bitter towards my family and angry and i ended up at this place i think my relationship to the lord like with the lord has been always one of him seeking me out like these ladies are saying I want this they're, they're curious I don't think I was curious I think it was it was just God was always looking out for me like seeking me and even going to university Franciscan was like a gift like I didn't expect I just met someone who was going there and I'm like I want to get out of the house and I want to go to Steubenville and it was Catholic because I grew up Catholic but I was uh so anyway I was in a place where I didn't know it was it's a gift, you know, to be at this university. And and for me, having friends, that's what the woman walking together, the theme is so special to me because I learned the beauty of being together with other women. Again, I grew in the faith and I was strengthened in my convictions. And I was, it was just such a gift to have to have friendships and and that's where it all started for me. And we had something called households. So the whole university had households. And, you know, you were talking the other day in your podcast, because I was listening to it, about World Youth Days. Yes. You know how special they are when you all come together. Mm-hmm. When you know that people are there because they're interested. They want to grow in their faith. And they, they're curious. And the Holy Spirit is there alive. Something happens when you're in a group of people. And I think that's, that's, that's what Franciscan was to me. It was like, we'll use days for four years. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful because we have three masses uh, a day that were full of young people. We had the households where we're growing together in our faith with a group of women and group of men were getting together. Um, we had beautiful talks by beautiful teachers. You know, I had the most wonderful teachers. And, um, and for me, it was being in this group of women um, who actually helped me grow. And I saw the joy in it. And I saw how special it is to pray together, to share our struggles, 
to share our pain, our suffering. And, and it was through that group that I, I realized, you know, I want to go to confession. And it was through confession where I felt like the Lord really touched me in a special way. And, you know, we talk about uh, how people find faith in different mm-hmm. ways, beauty, truth, goodness. For me, it was God was showing me, showing me that he was good, that he mm-hmm. was kind. He was kind to me. And so his kindness kind of led me to, to repent, to say, Lord, you know, I'm hurting here and I've done this thing. And, but it was always through his goodness and goodness through the people that I also, you know, um, came together with. So you would say because of these women, the support they gave you, you are an are the woman you are now. Definitely. I think that was just so special because we all knew that we were also there to help each other and to grow in our faith. And we were in a special place, you know, to give. Um, and then from there, I um, I joined the Franciscan. Um, I'm a third order Franciscan as well. Because I, I felt that being in fraternity, which is the same, same thing, which is being together, also strengthened my faith and, and, and rooted me. And I have to say that for me, it was like God was saying, I have promised you that I'm going to be with you. Mm. And it wasn't anything to do with me. It was him saying, you're going to be Catholic and you're going to be Catholic forever. And you're going to be with me forever. And I'm going to be with you forever. And that notion has never left me. Like, I know that I'm beloved and he's going to be with me forever, you know. Uh, now, when I came to Canada, just going back and thinking how important it was, I felt so lonely. Like, I come to Canada and, of course, my husband has been in the faith and he had groups. But first of all, I was I was depressed. I was like, how can I be depressed mm. um, knowing the Lord? But I would go to mass and he was there was no one there. You know, I was used to being in mass with surrounded with friends and groups of people. And um, there was no one there. And that's when I realized that I have to go out and find friends. Sometimes you have to just go look for them, you know, because I knew that that helped me before. And so we started to get together with, I have good friends um, and Catholic women, how important it is to find Catholic women so you could continue on the journey of your faith. And so from there, just different groups started to, to develop. And I'm, I'm in the West Island and we have a group of women. We call ourselves uh, the Hope Group. And some of Alicia is part of the group as well. And, uh, and it's been 20 years where we just, every week we come together and we share our faith. We pray for each other, um, listen to stuff, right? We listen to videos. And I think that it's just been, for me, has been like, a saving, um, you know, God sent just friendships and the beauty of friendship. Um, and, you know, Sirach, the book of Sirach talks about friends, that friends are treasures. You know, when you find a good friend, find a precious treasure. And so that has been my experience, just those beating women. And, um, and, 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 you know, this is something really beautiful. You know, you say about, um, to not feel alone, especially women, you know, the, this podcast at the beginning was created so that people don't feel alone. That, that point that that's all, that's all youth, young women, women, adults, whatever your age, because, uh, it's easy now in this secular world, in the society we're living in right now that we can easily feel alone, but within like you being as Catholic women and being together and share our 
many uh, pains that we have, or, like problems, doubts, and all that through Christ, through, of course, our lady that is there to help us as our mother. This is beyond beautiful. And this, I think every community should have. And it's, it's great. I think it's a, a blessing because sometimes, you know, we're not comfortable to share some stuff <laughs> with everyone. And, and within women, it's, it's, I think it's, you know, women should always encourage women. We always should support each other, first of all men and women, but especially, you know, women, because we, we're going through, through many, uh, not, not, let's say challenges, <laughs> we go through many challenges. And, you know, as an example, you know, um, Alicia, when you said about your aunt, she's the one who, who said to your mom, Hey, <laughs> without the support of your aunt, you know, I don't know if you, you would have your you, you've done the, the, the sacrament or something like the confirmation. Yes, exactly. I am so grateful that she was there for that. Uh, I still have the cards that she printed out uh, with the date that I made my first communion that we were able to give to everyone in the family. So she really took care of all the details. Um, but aren't don't we always find these people in our lives that you know, are always sort of in, in one way, bringing us closer to God, just at the right time, just at the right place. Um, there's two things that came to my mind when you asked that question about walking together. Um, one was, uh, we, we read these letters in uh, the New Testament, where the, um, um, the disciples are exhorting each other and you know, writing letters, like I hear that there is, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, issue between you here, and this between you here, and I exhort you to do this, and I exhort you to do that. And, and, you know, we can do that for each other. And then there's the other thing that came to my mind was, uh, and please help me with this, if you guys are good with quoting the Bible, um, this beautiful passage where Jesus is praying to the Father, keep them together. Right. And, um, you know, he is the promise keeper. Mm -hmm. This is our Lord. He, he keeps the promises for, uh, for us, but how beautiful would it be? And we, we try to do things right. Like as just like little children, you know, sometimes clean up the house and like, Oh, I want to see, you know, I want to see my parents, you know, uh, happy for this or whatever, you know, wow. Is there something I can do for God? And, and I think of this, of this um, request that, um, that Jesus made to the Father. Like, what if we could do something to keep us together? And I think women yes. are key yes. in keeping families together, in um, keeping communities together. Um, so that, that's, uh, that's what came to my mind as we, yeah. as, as we were speaking. We always speak about the heart. Like the woman is the heart of the home, the heart of um, the family. Right. The I mean, the we were just speaking about how, uh, you know, you have a son in his uh, 20s. I have children um, who are young, you know, uh, 10 and 8. I can go to you when I have struggles. You know, you, you've been there probably. So I, I can get advice from you. And, um, you know, and that's another place where, you know, like we we're in different stages in our life uh, and we're, we can support each other because we've been there. Or even if we have not been there, we, we have gone through similar struggles. We can connect with each other in that way. It's uh, 
Yes. Um, yeah. A lot of what you're sharing, actually, um, and some of the experiences that you were both sharing so beautifully um, was I was talking a little bit in my faith journey um, that my mother had brought me in the faith. And I remember, like, I feel that I am so privileged to have as such a close relationship with my mom. And I feel that my mother, like, and myself, it's been so nice together walking in the faith. And I feel that so much of being able to have my mother who's older than me, who has experienced so much of life, being able to come to her through all of the challenges that I have on my faith journey has been uh, such a blessing. So I remember like just one point in my life where I was going through such a difficult time and I remember being so discouraged and experiencing just a lot of um, desolation and prayer. I felt so far from God at the time. And I remember I was struggling a lot. And although I was able to, to bring that to prayer, I feel that having my mother to talk to about these things and to share all of my concerns and all of my struggles in the faith and to hear from her has been such a big help for me. Um, you know, and, and also as well, I think, just thinking about how I think it was just uh, two two years ago, I think, for example, I was actually, um, I made a goal on New Year's, you know, I get very ambitious at the beginning mm-hmm. of New Year. And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to do Bible in a year, yeah, you know, yes, and that sure. year I was ambitious, I was taking notes, and I was I started off well, you know, every day. And then I think it only lasted maybe two weeks, so unfortunate, you know, but it just I burnt out like I was just I don't know what happened and I was writing notes and everything I was ambitious at first but I didn't but this year my mother and I um, made a promise to each other to do it together and we have done it I'm so excited to say and praise <laughs> God each other, right but we need each other we've held each other accountable there's been days where I was like I'm not in the mood today you know it was been a rough day or my mother had those days too but you know what we kept each other yeah. going and I think that was such a such a privilege and a blessing for to be there for each other to journey together through that bible in a year and so yeah yeah that's what that reminded me yeah. of yeah it's perfect beautiful it's true eh? it, yeah. it's it's true how you know this is beautiful the relationship between the daughter and the mother by the way this is way beyond this is precious this is really yes. precious amanda to be honest with you uh because this is like you don't need to well yes there's a group of women you know that sometimes you know for example you know the 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 hope group that we were talking about that um, i actually have questions about it but also the relationship between you know women in our families, you know, Absolutely. within our families. And this is beautiful to see because you're looking at your mother mm-hmm. that you say, that you say, like, you know, she has more experience, you know, in life, you know, she's older than me and all that. I have questions about my faith, but she was there yeah. to, and she is still there to support you mm-hmm. and then to, 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 to guide you. And, you know, and I think it's also the, the opposite. You too are there to support her, you know, it's not just like one wheel in the same direction, but you two are there because believe me, as a mother, I'm learning a lot through my children. <laughs> true, true, for sure. I'm learning a lot through my children. I'm like, wow, this is like a big eye opener right now. And, um, and the support you're giving her, you know, when, especially the Bible in the year, this is really a beautiful mm-hmm. commitment that you, both of you uh, ladies uh, did, uh, the support that you have each other. I think it is, this is like, something um really important especially as as women and and I like what you said um Alicia concerning that women are key in keeping uh f- family together communities together 
Can we talk a little bit more about that? Why women are key? You say, Esperanza, this because, you know, we're the heart, you know, of the family. But, but in the church, why women are key? At this time, women are needed in the world to proclaim the good news in a way that is unique and needed for today. Mm. I'm not <laughs> quoting it exactly, but... You know that we are needed today in the church. Women have a special mission and vocation in yeah. today's world to, to share the good news yeah. um, to the world. And it's so unique to us. Um, I think that it, God has given us that gift. It's so uh, ingrained in us that it's uniquely, uh, it's different from, say, men sharing it. And I think we have a special intuition also, right, uh, of, of, of being connected to the Holy Spirit. And I always think about Our Lady because she's our model, right? And she's, she's the woman that perfectly exemplifies that for us, that she's so connected to, to Jesus because there's something special in our hearts as mothers to love, like she loved Jesus so much. So we have this special gift to love in that, in that way um, and to bring that sort of care and, and blessing to others. Um, you know, I was thinking about our hope group and so many times we talked about spiritual direction, you know, sometimes it's so difficult to find spiritual direction, you know, especially with priests or now we have lay people as well. And the other day we were talking about this and we said, almost like we feel like we are each other's spiritual directors, you know, <laughs> because we share so intimately uh, things that happen to us and we mm -hmm. help each other in, in such a, uh, we know each other in such a better way um, to grow, to grow in our faith. Yeah. yeah. For, the, for those of you asking maybe, or if you're curious, um, uh, St. John Paul II wrote when he was um, Pope a letter to women i think yeah. back in uh, back in 95 but you can look at it on google I think that's the letter i was trying to <laughs> look at it yeah back in 95 1995 yes. and and he says here because i just have it here you know jesus treated women with openness respect acceptance and tenderness and 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 this is this is us <laughs> this is us. if he treated us like that That means we need to do something <laughs> with that. <laughs> I mean, tenderness. I like that word. Yes, tenderness a lot. And, you know, when we raise kids, children, or with our friends too, you know, um, especially, you know, I'm thinking, you know, Amanda, uh, through school, how, how do you, how do you, you know, university, you're talking about, you know, Miguel through university. The, you know, do, do, is there a group there? Is there like, do you sometimes feel alone, you know, as uh... um, you know, what? sometimes I have to say I do feel a little bit alone in a sense that I feel that, I mean, especially in the secular society that we have yeah. today, it's challenging because it feels that um, talking about the faith isn't something that tends to be part of ordinary day conversation. Mm -hmm. And so um some of my friends that I had since the beginning of the program, we never really had spoken much about the faith. But um, interestingly enough, and I think it was when towards the end of the program, we had to take some um, 
religion courses and which was really fascinating because that's kind of when outside of class we kind of started to talk about religion outside of class and we started Mm -hmm. to learn more about one another's faith we started to ask questions we started to share and we hadn't realized that both of us were were walking in faith and that we but we had never talked about it before and so we had realized like wow like you know, we never really conversed about this before, but we are learning from one another all of a sudden. And I I wish that it was more part of ordinary conversation every, in the everyday uh, among students in schools. Um, so, yeah. yeah there you question. go. You're called to do a household. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's interesting that what you said earlier about like, oh, I have children. So I think of uh, your relationship with your mother because I had exactly the same thoughts you know with young children I mean I don't think there's anyone in this room that hasn't heard of a mom who is worried or anxious or sad because their uh, son or daughter uh, has left the church Mm. and uh, you know when I hear you speaking Amanda I that's honestly like the relationship I desire with my children and and it it really is scary um, when you think about it because like I said, my mom did not push me in any direction in that sense. And and it was God who called me and, and my sisters. And yet I've also seen um, these other, uh, you know, when I was younger, um, youth that were pushed, 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 and they went completely the other way. Um, so what is the right um, formula, shall we say? I mean, I am trying everything I can as a mother of young children. Um, and yet uh, that is another thing that, you know, we're, we're going to have to try and support each other in, right? I mean, uh, I want to know, Amanda, like, how did this happen in your life? You know, that, um, and, and what have you seen in um, other people of your age uh, that worked, that didn't work? Like, right? Isn't this like a super important yes. thing to speak about? Because, yes. because if, if we cannot pass the torch, then what mm-hmm. are we going to do? You know, mm-hmm. this is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's really, really, really important. I mean, Saint Monica, please pray for us and all of the saints. Because Saint Monica, you know, she, she's for those of you who don't know, Google, Google it. But she, she had a tough, <laughs> tough life with her husband. Now, with of course her son, that now he's a saint too. But, but of course, it's it's. Um, it's a it's a beautiful I mean uh, conversation and a challenge too as well you know me too uh, Amanda I'm like I, I want that too I want that relationship with I my own to, daughter yes it's true it's true but I have to say that for me um, when we concern about our children also and and about ourselves it's like the, the whole theme of walking together is like mm-hmm. you get your children to have friends that share the same values. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to try really hard to find them, but they, we are here, like you just said, mm-hmm. you found women that you thought, oh my God, we have mm-hmm. the same thoughts and, right. and values, but we never really talk about it. Right. But they are there. So I, when I came to Canada, when I made the effort that I'm going to find friends that would help me. And then I had my son, I said, I'm going to have friends for him to help him, you know, and he's still faithful. He's still walking in the faith. And, and I know sometimes it is the Holy Spirit. It is a gift the lord but god knows exactly what we need what our children need and 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 he deals with us in a different ways different journeys but definitely having friends that have the same values 
it's the way to go. It's the way to go. Find them and 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 befriend them. Yeah. Yeah. Let them know that they're not the only ones. That's that's yes. one thing that I yes. have seen with my children. You know, like, Ma, I'm the only one that believes know, this, or you know, or I asked my my friend about this and he doesn't know anything about it. Or uh so yeah, definitely I can see how that is important that they that we create that community for them where they can see that, oh, I am part of something, I belong somewhere. You know, this is not somewhere I fit in. You know, you fit in in a place where, you know, if you dress like people, if you talk like people, if you do this or that, then you, you know, you kind of like fit into that group. But fitting in is so fickle, right? One day you fit in, the next day you don't. But where do you belong? And that's that's where I want to teach my children. You will always belong in here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You plant the seed and then you know that God is going to use it. And it's time and and he has a good purpose. It's like World Youth Day. Then send them to World Youth Days, right? Because that's when you see. It's a big eye opener. It was for me. I remember when I saw a million young people <laughs> coming here for the same reason as me. I'm like, okay, I'm not alone again. I'm not alone, which is why, you know, while we're talking about it's, uh, here too. Um, and, uh, and it's easy, you know, I do understand these kids too, especially when the school, you know, it doesn't have almost the same values or not. It's so easy to, 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 to have those questions. It's okay too. I, I guess it's, it's a challenge for us too, as women. Um, but it's the support, like for example, the, the hope group that you have, what do you do inside, for example, that, that group, what do you guys pray? Do you guys share stories? Do you guys? Um... Yes. Yes. Well, it's been difficult mm-hmm. with COVID. When COVID yeah. happened, and <laughs> we went to Zoom, right? So it's, it's a little difficult. Um, but when we do get together, it's, uh, it's sharing. Uh, we sometimes uh, will pick uh, some like a, a subject, whether it is through a video or a reading, and we will discuss that. There will be prayer together, um, but mostly sharing. Sharing, yeah. Sharing out a video or a theme. Actually, hope it originally was an uh, hour of peaceful escape. Ah. <laughs> an hour of peaceful escape it was for moms who had young children who wanted to have an hour where the kids play together and to form friendships because it was important for them mm. to be together and, and have friends and for us to come together and share our faith so we would watch videos Barron, bishop Barron. we have um ascension press you name we listen to different different themes beautiful because you bring the kids to there yes and yes. they're gonna create their own community there too yes and some of those children that's right they're good friends they're good friends and they're growing together yeah that, that's a beautiful initiative that's a beautiful initiative um now let's talk about this beautiful retreat that's coming in in march Woohoo! yes yes it's in montreal here in march 18 march 18 and um it's beautiful because i'm like yes when esperanza talked to me first of all last year about this initiative i'm like yes i want to see that i want to be there too as well Because, um, well, especially after pandemic, right? We want to be together. <laughs> we want to be together, united. 
Uh, can you please talk about, okay, so first of all, what is going to be about this retreat? Yes, yes. And I know you're not the only ones, right? There's a many involved and many people also helping you there uh, for, yes. for this retreat. So I have to start by saying that this whole thing was really instigated by Corey Jolly, mm-hmm. right? And we all know, a lot of people, I think we all know yeah, Corey Jolly yeah, uh, because, you know, he's a lay evangelist for the archdiocese. And so he called me at a time that I think he was really inspired to Holy Spirit inspired because my husband and I had just been to a Congress in France, a mission Congress that happens every year, I think for the last couple of years, five years. And we had just been coming out of COVID here in Canada. And I hadn't been to any groups or events or anything like that. And, and so going there, in Toulouse, it was it was in Toulouse. This year's in Paris, apparently. Mm. And it was just a large number of people doing mission um, workshops in different parts of the city, in beautiful old churches. And it was for couples, for kids, for catechists. Um, my husband was there to 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 talk to some priests. And the mass was beautiful. There were like thousands of people in this beautiful cathedral and music and I was just in tears because we hadn't had any music in our churches right we hadn't had any music at mm-hmm. and um anyway it was just like and, and the and the theme was there was a little battery said recharge you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so everybody's coming here to recharge to to mm-hmm. restore to you know, to um, come together and worship the Lord and everything. And I thought, oh, we don't have that in Montreal. I wish we had something like that. It's been a while, you know. And of course, I love conferences. And I, I used to take young people to student local conferences and moms. And we've had different retreats over the years. But anyway, I came back and Corey called uh, like a month later. Esperanza, do you want to put a woman's retreat together? And my first thought, of course, was yes. And then I'm like, oh, no, not by myself. <laughs> not, I can't do it alone. Yeah. I can't do it alone. And we thought if this is going to be for women, we have to get women together. Yes. And this is how Corey started to just, you know, ask, actually asked you mm-hmm. and a few people from the diocese to, to come together and like start storming ideas of what we could do. And so that's kind of how it all started. And this was now a year a year ago right a yes ago. i remember i remember really and so well. we thought do we do it through covid or not do we do a zoom and i thought no let's do something beautiful i was imagining that conference in, in france but let's do something beautiful and let's do something for the whole island of montreal mm-hmm. like all of us in our own parishes have had groups and, and events like this mm-hmm. but let's try to do something together and i don't think in the 30 years that i've been here we've had anything like that for women Mm-hmm. Often we go to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Right? Lisa says she's gone to Ottawa retreats. Yes. So just uh, just just finding women, and we've had different women from different parts of Montreal who've come together and said, "I want to help. I want to help." And so we have a speaker, and uh, the theme, of course, um, walking together, was the theme originally because of the synod. We thought this is something that the Pope started, and this is just makes sense to us. And also we, we were thinking uh, also about um, the visitation as a theme or, or just an image of Our Lady visiting her cousin Elizabeth. And this is something that we do so beautiful t- together. We should, anyway, we, we, are, we, we serve and we help and we go in haste 
right? Mm. Like he went in haste to visit Elizabeth to. It's the theme, actually. It's the theme for where you date well, you to, 2023. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. We we know how yeah. <laughs> yes, Mary goes. Yeah, exactly. So going haste, go help, go serve, go bring Jesus. Go bring Jesus. Mm-hmm. Our Lady brought Jesus to Elizabeth. And, and we know the story. So, so that was kind of the, the theme. And, and, and so just recently, we thought we're going to do walking together in hope. Mm-hmm. And so um, trying to find a speaker uh, to come, someone beautiful. I think it was Amanda who mentioned, why don't we call the Sisters of Life? Yeah, yeah. yes, Amanda here. And so we had some connections, Alicia and yeah. I, with the sisters, we called them and they said, we want to come to Montreal. We've been dying. We've been praying to come to Montreal. So for me, it was like, it is the Holy Spirit who's trying to lead this. And I said, Let's just let it, let it go. And, you know, let it go. Let the Holy Spirit lead us. And she says, um, and the sister says, it's going to be a day of hope and restoration. Like you said, um, Maribel, we, we've been in COVID. We haven't come together. Women have been um, alone, you know, perhaps depressed um, in difficulties. And so what a beautiful way to come together with this beautiful sisters of life with their message that's simple, but just gonna, you know, cut to the heart and, and tell us who we are, who we're meant to be, what is our purpose, what is our unique um, gift that we bring to each other and to the church, and how we could grow and bring that faith and you know to become alive to our communities and the people that we serve in our families. So that's that's where we are. And, so. and- and it's beautiful because, you know, this is, those are important questions, you know, and important statement because we, we all have gifts. We all have gifts, gifts, and we need as women to spread, to use them, first of all, not only to use them, but to share them too as well. And, uh, and I found this, this is a beautiful initiative, to be honest with you, because I'm like me, for sure, I cannot wait to be there. Uh, but is it going to be the entire day? The entire day was going to be, uh, what can we expect? There's going to be a couple of women uh, giving a short witness. And one of them will actually be my sister. I spoke about her earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to be the sister speaking. There's going to be two women giving a witness. Um, there will be uh, definitely music, worship. Uh, there will be the possibility of confession. Um, there's going to be a meal. Um, and this is all happening at Sacred Heart School in uh, Montreal. And yes. how long will it be? It will begin uh, in the morning and it will end at what time, Esperanza? Uh, so the tentative schedule, really, it's, it's from 9. We're ending around 3.30 um, with Mass, with the celebration of the Eucharist at 3.45. And yeah, we mentioned about the opportunity to go to confession uh, and at some moderation time. And we have beautiful music from St. Ignatius of Loyola. We have a group of, of ladies there who want to come and sing. Um, yeah, and beautiful sharings. It's going to be such a beautiful opportunity, I think. Um, it's really great to be each part of our own parish communities, but to be able to have the opportunity to come together as women to witness the Universal Church together, I think is going to be a really special opportunity. So I'm really looking forward to this. And yeah, and I think what's really especially great is that 
um, being able to invite women, right, on different walks of faith, right? Maybe we might want to invite uh, your sister, your mother, your friend, your neighbor, your neighbor, you know, you never know who might say yes, right? Or who might be in need of this retreat. And so, yeah, I think it's going to be a really great opportunity to, to invite or to pray, to consider inviting, asking God, Lord, who would you like for me to invite to this retreat? Who can I bring this to who might need it right now? Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, uh, this is beautiful because, you know, it's, you don't need to have this uh, theology background. <laughs> Let's say some, some women like, or, or some of us were like, oh, I don't want to go to that event because I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about. And it's free for all kinds of yeah. level of faith, I, I guess. Right. And, and, and to pray about it, that's, that's really, um, really important what you say amanda is there like is it open to every like the age is it like from uh so we, we open it from 16 um 16 years of age up and up and um and we're we're uh the cost is 40 dollars, right because we're going to include lunch with with that and uh also a donation for the sisters who are coming from toronto uh we're hoping to you know pay for everything that they need and, and we're hoping um, to have support from Pillars Trust also, because we want women to be able to come, mm-hmm. even those that can't afford it, you know, to say, no, I'm having difficulty time. It's okay. We're going to cover you because uh, we want as many women to, to come. Yes, and as for uh, their, uh, you know, whether they already practice their faith or they did or they, they don't, don't right? and they, everybody's welcome. I think... Um, uh, have especially having two women giving a witness. Uh, I don't know anyone that is not uh, uh, touched by somebody else's experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being there for that, uh, listening to uh, uh, somebody else's experience and, and connecting with that, and then the questions that Esperanza just said that the te- uh, that the uh, sorry the sisters will be uh, discussing. These are universal questions, no matter who you are, where you are. Uh, so yes, open to all, uh, women of, uh, all walks of life and all faiths. Uh, so everybody's welcome. And this is really important. What you say, um, Alicia, it's that everybody's welcome. And to, I think it's to take that leap of faith too. you know, when we're not sure if we should go and all, all that we have, we all have many challenges. We all have schedules. We all have that, but I take that little moment, take that one step forward and uh, i'm pretty sure i know i'm gonna be there but i'm pretty sure this will help you yes the icing on the cake i forgot to mention it we can't not mention it because you maribel has said yes and you're going to be our MC for the day exactly (laughs) exactly i have to be there i have to be there and i'm really to be honest with you this is beautiful because when they when they asked me you know to be the MC and to be there uh, of course, I'm gonna say yes. You know, many women in my life too. Um, actually, many my mentors, let's say they're, they're women, and and not only that, because me too, I want to learn from the sisters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a forever student too as well. But yes, it's my pleasure to be there. I'm gonna I'm gonna be really really happy to see all of you there. And if people want to have more information about it, is there like a website or a place or somebody who can, uh, we can contact you or? I believe this is going to be coming up in the, uh, through the grapevine. 
Mm -hmm. uh, shortly, the most churches have received uh, a poster, um, and uh, either they have already published it uh, in their bulletins yes. or will be uh, publishing. But Esperanza, is there maybe a, yeah. a link or um, I, the diocese? The diocese uh, has um, uh, and under their events coming up events our our picture, our poster, um, the day of hope. We, we day of hope and. Um, and there's an email, my email, Alicia's email, my phone number as well there. So for those of you, what I'm going to do is that for those of you, because I know uh, I have the link. So I'm going to put it on the link on the podcast. If you want to have, have more information yes. here, uh, just click there. And then you're going to see all the details, where it's going to yes. be, the hour, the time. Yes. And, and of course, you're all invited. Spread the word too as well. Uh, yes. invite go invite women because yes. we're we're all here to support each other and we all gotta learn yes. together this is beautiful because and listen sacred heart has been wonderful they're so excited to host this because of course it's, it's a girls school mm -hmm. um and so they're they're right away said yes and um now we're hoping to have parking available uh there's not much parking there but we're hoping to have catholic action actually uh it's willing to help us with a a, a small bus so that we could, um, you know, park somewhere downtown. We're, we're working on that and then have people drive up to the hill. But it's a beautiful place to go to and meet. And it, I think it's central. So we're hoping to have people from the East End, from the West End, you know. Yes. Space for what? Yeah. About 300, uh, I believe, or? Uh, we're yeah. for the retreat? Yes. We are maxing at 200. 200 okay. So we have to register. Uh, the link there goes so that you could pre-register and let us know. And we will let you know when we're opening registration mm -hmm. um, shortly. I know because it's March 18th. It's coming up really soon. Yes. And so we're going to send the emails. Amanda is helping us with that registration part of it. So we could... Uh, Start sending and, information. And, and please, if you have questions, like any kind of question, don't hesitate to contact. I think that's the first step. Like contact them. These ladies are they're they're they're, they're nice. Okay. They're nice. <laughs> and the others too behind the behind the people here working with you guys, they're all nice here and they, we all want you to to be there. Is there to finish just this episode? Do you want to share maybe a message to these women that you know, they, they, they feel comfortable in their house, but they, they need help and they don't know what to do. What if they're scared about taking, you know, that first step, what would you say? How would you invite them, you know, not only to this uh, retreat, which is really important, but also to, to be as a, you know, to be together and walk together. What would you say to these women? Wow. Wow. Well, I, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is to say that, um, we have to listen to our hearts. Sometimes we're so busy. We're so busy. We get caught up in everything that we have to do. But the Lord is inviting us in a special way to really go deep into our hearts with a moment of silence and quiet and ask ourselves, what is it that the Lord wants me to do? And if you have a question of, Lord, why am I here? What's my purpose? Why am I struggling? The Lord is saying, I have come to give you life and life in abundance. But have that moment to ask that question to him and say, what would you like me to do? What would you like me to do? And that 
in walking together, as we've been sharing, it's such a special gift, the gift of faith, the gift of friendship and of each other. And that's what's going to help us to, to grow in our faith, to grow, to, to learn, um, to ask questions, but definitely to go there and say, Lord, um, I want abundant life. This is your gift to me. And so how do I get it? How do I go for it? Great. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, that is good. Yes. It's it's again, thank you, Esperanza, for that because you're right. Where we get cut up so easily. It's it, it's it's so easy that sometimes we forget we forget our foundation, our faith. Yeah. Who am I? And and we forget sometimes to let that in God's hands, right? Mm-hmm. And into our lady to that for sure she's gonna. She's a beautiful inspiration to all of us. So thank you so much again, ladies. Thank you, Esperanza. Thank you, thank you. Alicia, thank you so Amanda. You girls are so great. Thank you again for saying yes to this podcast. I know you're busy, but at the same time, I find this so necessary to talk about women. It's a gift. And I want to say and commend you and thank you because it's wholly inspired. It's definitely what you're doing because it has to do with this faith, growing in faith together as a community exactly. believers and this is something that we it was needed in in montreal yes nice. yes we need to be more together in community yeah. and you guys are doing that sure. pretty well especially with the retreat so i hope everyone here listening and spread the message because this is a beyond a beautiful event a beautiful retreat so thank you again and god bless you all you too goodbye bye all right that's it for this week's episode my friends If you have questions about anything we've spoken about here on the podcast today, I would love to hear from you. You can always connect with me on social media. I'm Maribel Mayorga on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But for now, I want to thank you so much for being part of today's journey. And I'm really grateful that you chose to spend your time with me. God bless you.